welcome, 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 everyone. This is Patrick, and how you doing? It's been a minute, I know. But hey, this is not the first episode of Season 2. That will be coming soon. It has been recorded, and more episodes are being recorded, because we want to have a good jump on things before we start releasing them on a regular schedule. But I decided that since uh, it might take a little longer to get there, uh, that we would uh, share a little of what we have done in preparation for season two. So for the next few episode spots here, uh, I'll be releasing parts of our world building and uh, perhaps even a little bit of our session zero for season two of Architects of Entropy. Um, a little bit uh, of a reminder of who's going to be on these recordings. Uh, of course, myself, Scott, Rick will be joining us and John and Jillian will be joining us officially in these episodes. So uh, we're going to start with part one of season two world building. Enjoy. This isn't going to be a polished thing. And, and it, you know, depending on it, might, I might not even do anything with it, but I probably will because, you know, you need content. Um, but uh, this is content. Uh, yeah. Um, content is well known as king. <laughs> yeah. Content is that's uh, what it's all about. So, uh, so yeah. So season two uh, is, uh, is going to be uh, whenever, you know, whenever we, we have enough episodes that I feel comfortable putting it out there, but. Um, before we can do anything, we need to uh, we need to know where we are and what this game is going to be. Um, luckily, we have a pretty good framework with the uh, game Scum and Villainy, which is the space opera version of Blades in the Dark. And uh, this is a uh, a uh, a system that's that's getting uh, pretty popular as it's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit non-traditional, but uh, it, it has mechanics that encourage uh, more of a, a narrative play and less of a like kind of granular, um, gritty rolling dice every five seconds kind of thing. Um, but uh, the game itself has a, a setting called the Procyon Sector, um, which we will not be using, um, but we will be using that framework as kind of a skeleton to build our own version uh, around it. Um, so they list as their inspirations. Um, obviously Star Wars is a huge inspiration, but they, they list uh, like Firefly and Guardians of the Galaxy um, and uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop, those kind of things as uh, just as much of an inspiration as Star Wars. So the reason is because you're, group is going to be the crew of a ship and the ship basically takes the place of your, uh, of your gang essentially um, from blades of the dark. And uh, there are three kinds of ships that, uh, that they use. And, and basically the ship is endemic of the kind of group you are kind of a, a gang or squad you are. And that is either uh, smugglers or people involved in these kind of illicit trade bounty hunters or uh, or similar um kind of manhunter kind of uh, uh people and uh rebels so these are you know people who are doing uh, you know covert missions against uh, the uh, evil overlord uh government or system or whatever um and that's you know one of the things we're going to be setting up is what that is uh so um yeah so does anybody have any questions before we start 
Um, you know, somebody's got to be pedantic. So have we, is it, is it, I have not read the little sector thing in the, in the, in the book. So what is the general overall, uh, uh, what are the guardrails here? So like, what, what, how does, I assume there's faster than light travel, like, you know, so it's Star Warsy. So you have some kind of jump or hyperspace or warp or something to get out of system. So it's not just one system. Um, so it's it's uh, we're, we're doing that as a baseline. But do we have any kind of like, here's how here's where the tech basic tech is. Here's how sure. that or is that all stuff we're going to decide as we go. Um, there's uh, we're, we're going to basically decide it or at least decide the flavor of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, one big thing about how uh, Procyon is set up and how it is in uh, in Scum and Villainy the uh, the travel is controlled. Um, basically, you know the 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 setting takes place in in a a one sector of space. Essentially, that's where you know our story will unfold. It, you know, is it possible to get to vast other places? Uh, sure, um, but they're you know they're not going to be like the main uh, bread and butter of our game. The mm-hmm. way they control that in scum and villainy is that they have um specific jump they have these jump gates um that kind of similar to uh like um fading suns if you're familiar with that um they're like ancient technology that was left behind from you know a precursor race um that you basically if you have a jump engine you can go through they're they're monitored you know um one you know more or less um, but, uh, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't have to be that, um, it can be just their specific, like, you know, hyperspace routes that, you know, keep you in parts of space. And it's, you know, a, a, you need a, a better okay. class of vessel to get, you know, further or, or whatever. Um, okay. yeah, I don't have a, so, an opinion on, on that. I just wanted to know what our thing was because like a sector is huge, you know, like a system on, you know, our, uh, our, our, uh, 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 whatever drives we're doing, I was going around. I, I don't care if we hand wave it. I just, I want to know what my thought is for, yeah. for ships. Cause like, oh, you know, I said going from, from the earth to the moon is kind of a pain in the butt without, you know, science fiction equipment. Um, sure. so, so how fast can we move around between systems? And then, oh, if the sector you require an even bigger drive to get out, th- that's fine. So, yeah, I just want to, yeah. yeah some ground rules on that i, I don't i'm not yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not that into it i just think it's a thing that yeah go ahead I mean, we're speaking, gonna from do... a, go ahead. speaking from a science fiction perspective mass effect had the had, had a really good system here where you have ftl travel in sector and then you know the the mass effect gates got you to other sectors and i think that works really well in a setting like this Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something similar to that too. It's like, yeah, because this is a sector of space. It's huge. There, there are um, uh, there are four uh, at least in in scum and villainy, and and I, I think it's you know um, we can probably do something similar here. There are four systems, uh, and each system has you know like each system had three planets and any number of like moons and satellites and space stations uh-huh. and things like that. Uh-huh. So there's plenty. There's plenty. Um, of places to go and uh the the way they they chart your heat in this game as opposed to in blades in the dark where you know you're in you're in blades in, i mean you're in one city in blades in the dark and there are other places you could go but you know you're hemmed in by by you know the living dead essentially um so when you 
got heat, you were like, it was pretty much the whole city. Um, yeah, it, in, it was actually, it was essentially broken down to city and neighborhoods and neighborhoods. Yeah. And that was all and systems. The, yeah. yeah. So the, the neighborhoods of Duskfall pretty much took the place of the systems, but even so like your heat was generally more or less all encompassing in, in, in scum and villainy it's per system. So like if you're, you know, you're in the, in the, the Brown sector, or the, the Brown system and uh, you get, uh, you're wanted there, you might want to cool off and stick to other places for a while unless you absolutely have to go there. Um, so that gives you a little bit more flexibility to run around, but it also, you know, creates different uh, in-story um, issues for you to not be, you know, to have trouble going to certain places. And really the presence of the gate to get to the presumably richer other systems is, can in itself be a plot point. Uh, yeah. Where we, you know, we might need we might need to pull a job in the equivalent of Coruscant, and part of that job is how do we sneak through the gate? How do we sneak back through the gate? I don't know. Let's that sounds hard. Let's not do that. No, and that's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, through mm. previous experience with this game and the original system, it absolutely provided plot points. Yeah, I believe there was there was one faction that was basically trying to shut down one of the gates. Yeah, and there was another one trying to open up an inoperable one, and then there was yeah, yeah, that's right. There was an inoperable gate. There's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, there was all yeah, there was all kinds of stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, so so that's uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we're gonna be we're gonna be kind of figuring out. So um, what I want to start with, and and that sounds like we're we might have a a good decision on that, which is great. Um. This is uh, the the way the way I kind of see this is uh, there's I don't know if there's a real difference between these two things, but I feel like I hear this term space opera being thrown around in space fantasy. And to me, they're kind of um, similar. Those are not. OK, so space fantasy is space fantasy can be a space opera and a space opera can be a space fantasy. There there are they're like different axes, right? Right. Um, a space fantasy usually involves technology that is a large amount, a larger amount of hand wavium than right. uh, a more hard science fiction. It, it, it exists on a, it, there, there's kind of a spectrum, right? And one end you have space fantasy, there's FTL, who cares why there's, there might be mystical space force. Um, and then on the other end of that, you have your hard science fiction, um, where uh, inertia matters, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of explanation. There's a lot of explanation and thinking into how technology fits into the overall scheme. Um, now, space opera, in my mind, is more a measure of the scale of the story. Like a space opera usually is going to involve a larger cast, larger set pieces. Um, so I would call, for instance, I, I would call uh, the Star Wars movies a, a space opera. I think everyone would. They're large scale. They're dealing with a fate of galaxies. I would not call, for instance, Firefly a space opera uh, because they're dealing with smaller things. They're dealing with, you know, the crew is your family. Uh, let's pull some heist jobs, that sort of thing. I would, uh, my only, I think that's generally uh, 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 right. I, the thing I would take though is that I think uh, a space opera also is more about 
um, is 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 tonally more melodramatic and more yeah. like a swashbuckler and and things that matter in space opera are like the the grand adventure whether it's a large scale or not isn't the point it's it's whether it's like aha it's an adventure and we're doing this risky thing that's kind of crazy and it's it's got a kind of planetary romance that's not exactly right that's a, a subgenre but uh but and it's like relationships matter uh, a mm. lot and and, and yeah. it's just it's a vibe uh, uh as much as any as, as much as anything even though i believe the hard sci-fi to space opera thing is is correct too so there's yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's all I, a Venn diagram read, we don't have time to plot I, right now <laughs> i have read quite a few uh hard sci-fi space operas uh those are those are your Generally best done by some British science fiction authors, uh, Alistair Reynolds, um, um, Peter Hamilton. Hmm. Uh, they, they tend to put put out stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, cinematically, definitely that that holds. Uh, space operas are more flamboyant. They're more they're more uh, popcorn movie material than than the alternative. All right, just to throw this out here. Where does Babylon 5 fall in your thing? Because I've heard it referred to as a space opera. doesn't really fit for me. Babylon 5 is a space opera, um, in my mind. Uh, It's a a space opera uh, more towards the hard sci-fi element. Um, But it's not a cinematic space opera, right? Yeah. No one would confuse it for us. No one would say, this is a a great popcorn movie entertainment. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. That's purely because of budget, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I did not have budget for popcorn. It's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, yeah, I would say that the the I I for one, um, hard sci-fi makes everything kind of harder with these kind of games. If we're going no, hard, I, if we're going hard sci-fi, I need to go back to school. Yeah, no, I I, no, I, I don't I, think hard I'm just, sci-fi. Just not Hard sci-fi is never my choice for a role-playing game. Like yeah, I run a lot of science fiction tabletops, but I think approximately zero. I think the hardest sci-fi, hardest sci-fi I get is Star Trek. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the hardest sci-fi that's one of the that I have no idea. I'm sure there are a lot like Traveler um, on some level, uh, depending on how you play it. Um, the Expanse. Yeah, um, though those are still like it. Those are still like yeah, adventure those, stories. Those, ba- those basically have hard sci elephant uh, elements, not elephants. They have hard sci. Oh god, hard science fiction elephants. Yeah, is, no, uh, okay, that's now the, we have our first we'll Put it down we'll anyway. Planet of the hard um, sci-fi. But those just have as guardrails to then let you yeah. do because I yeah. mean the expanse is very space opera y once oh, yeah, you without the technology. Good. You know, I mean, like it's just yeah. it's just giving you like oh here's we're defining all of these. Space elements just to set no, the boundaries yeah. of the setting. You're right, um, it, which it is always the same. You, well, I mean, fiction. it tricks you into thinking it's hard sci-fi, like in the first book or the first season, and mm-hmm. then by the end, you're like, "Oh no, there's weird shit." Mm-hmm. Well, no, let's. But it's not science fantasy. You can have yeah. weird shit in your hard sci-fi, and the experience is a hard sci-fi system. It's also very space. It, it's again, yeah. that difference between those being different axes. Like the, yeah. the expanse is a hard sci-fi system, but also a space opera. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's done. It's done that way for like the hard science fiction. Isn't the point of the story. Whereas a lot of hard sci-fi is let's get into the technology or the point of this. And then how it, you know, in, like how, how that stuff goes. And then we can get into a whole fast forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of, of that, talking but, like, to each other. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but like, but yeah, but it's like, oh, we just we we need to set this framework so we can tell this story, and this is why nobody lives on Jupiter, and this is why there aren't monsters coming out of every black hole, and this is why there's not an empire, and this is why this is this is it. This is what we got. Here, here you go. Here's here's how the the Epstein drive works, and we're really sorry we named it that. We didn't know. Um, yeah, I know that one. That really. God. I still love that. I'm sorry. I just love the um, idea of that dude is just as his carcass is still flying out there, like <laughs> farthest regions. I of space. know <laughs> the poor guy. Um, so our 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 so, fast and light drive is going to be called the Cosby Drive because I think we should <laughs> always name every piece of technology after sex offenders. That's what I think we should do. <laughs> oh my so, god! Uh, You're in the Bundy system. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can be associated with this podcast. Now, but <laughs> it's a dumber five thousand. Look out! Um, but yeah. it's getting worse. Yeah. So bringing it back so, to us. Yeah. I so sorry. For a game that is less hard sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I'm saying this is going to fall probably in that kind of space fantasy uh, area where there's a combination of you know fantastical elements that are mysterious that don't need to be explained mm-hmm. um, and shouldn't be explained because as we learned from lost, don't explain things. It just ruins it. <laughs> um, that's my opinion. Or but, prequels. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But uh, so the, I guess uh, the, the, a couple more broad strokes questions I have um, uh, are there's two questions. There's uh, what kind of stuff do you would you like to see, and what kind of stuff would you absolutely not like to see? Um, so I'll start with uh, this, and this is like anything you think of that you thought might be cool or is as 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 like broad or as granular as 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 you want. Um, it's an easy way to kind of start and kind of get an idea of the story we want to tell. So um, I uh, yeah. All right, geez. Uh, I'll, I'll speak up. Okay. Um, one thing I don't want it to entirely be is Star Wars Part Two, where it's plucky rebels against an empire. I mean, sure, we can have those elements. You can have some sort of empire. You can have us being plucky rebels at, of some level or whatever. But when it's just that, and it, the black and white's okay, but it's it seems like it's been done a lot and a lot of. Um, homages have been done to it in, both in books and movies and everything else i would like to see more of a corporate um element than like you see in star wars and they can be dark and evil as you want i mean mm. they're corporations they're gonna be but mm. that's just my two cents there yeah yeah i i i don't want i certainly don't want to make it too cookie cutter um like to that too um i mean i think it's an element of, of how the structure is is there are um you know there's there's some kind of you know, either, either like by design or just by happenstance kind of oppressive element, which could be any combination of things, but there's basically, you know, who are the bad guys essentially yeah. like who are the, ba- there are a number of bad guys who could be bad guys, but there's like, what is that? The, the, the key force in the middle of things. Um, I'd like to see something on a smaller scale. Okay. Like just a system uh, or a couple of systems um, that have, Big, small system, big problem. Mm-hmm. Like I do like the corporate. I, I do like the corporate hegemony. Um, mm-hmm. I like fighting against that. But I also, I think we should keep it small. Like you know, I tend to agree. Um, I think one of the things 
for instance, Mandalorian is doing super well this season is at all seasons has been, let's focus on this one or two systems in the outer rim. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's think, why I like this particular game because it does that. It gives you, there's just a few set. Yeah. Of, there's, it's not, it's, you know, it, in, in terms of like, you know, your block, it's a massive amount of space, but in terms of like this galaxy spanning, whatever, it's a small part, you know? Mm. Um, so. Yeah. I think, I think the idea to go a little more in depth into each, you know, into the the key planets and them being close to each other and things potentially, if it's small, something we do on planet X, even if it's in a different system, may still eventually reach out, even if they, the heat maybe doesn't come on there. It, mm-hmm. Like the, the because it's small, things will things you do somewhere else will have more effect in uh, 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 around. Whereas, like you know, galaxy wide, uh, you get into like well, you have to do huge things to to have. These right. ripples uh so i think that uh, that would work and it would work with the way the system is not to cut you off rick but uh yeah, no problem. because the the gate closes that down so we can really focus on okay we're here and you know it's a big deal to go through the gate like we were mentioning before like okay that's going to be a big thing to go out and do but it's we're doing it in service of something that's happening more locally um so yeah i i, th- I think that's that that's fine scope wise i think that that works and we can that does require us to be like more detailed because we can't just go to sand planet uh but uh and then not really worry about too much so we do have to i, I a little bit more we sand on planet point. we'll just stay there and i never mean go anywhere. we could yeah. go to sand planet but yeah we, we can have, but then we have to really develop sand planet exactly yeah okay. so it's it's a lot more work for us yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, it, 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 we're at the point now where we're going to be doing you know, like uh, kind of really painting broad brushes. The, the, and it's another thing about about this system that's good is like you don't want to overly define too many things at the beginning of 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 a Forge in the Dark game because mm-hmm. everyone has, and that's why it's another thing that I think it works well for the format of this podcast is we do world building in this game all the time. Uh, a lot of these things they they put in the book are just like here's a name, here's a thing, here's a little paragraph. That's all you get. There's not like a source book that breaks down all the stuff in Duskfall. It's just like here's a name, here's a thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. Describe it however you want. Use it, don't use it. But the the thing that these games lend themselves to is not coming in. You don't need to come up with a huge backstory. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't because you're going to be adding or changing stuff to it the whole time based on where you're going and what you're doing. So. Um, you know, we, we, we don't need to be super, super overly detailed. Like it can be just, yeah. Okay. It's a sand planet and they do this and that, but we know mm-hmm. that there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. You when know? we get and there, like, we'll have to do more. Yeah. yeah. And the hard lesson we learned with Ayamora is we spent like, we, we, we detailed a lot of cool places and then we just wanted to go to all of them and it couldn't. <laughs> you know? So, mm-hmm. um, that's why it's you know good that we, you know, when we focused in on things, we, we were able to define them more and this. I feel like we won't have to like do like world building episodes because they're seem to be super popular, um, mm-hmm. but it'll happen in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have these discussions in the course of the game. Um, so that's, that's a nice thing, but all right. Yeah. One thing that, um, so we've established that jump gate technology is a thing as opposed to, or is the main way of traveling between systems. Have we established that? I, no, I, I think it's the way beyond, if you think of like, the systems are connected in a way that whatever drive okay. we have on there, we can go. But if we want to get out of this sector, 
to okay, this cluster of things. I, yeah, I like to, I like to, that. To actually, sector I'll... B, we have to go through the jump gate. But like, right. once you get in through a jump gate, there are systems you can get to. There are multiple systems you can get to, and yeah. it probably changes between. You know, it, it might just be a few systems, or it might be a bunch if it's a really populated or thing, and then we'll be somewhere in the middle, I assume. All right. Yeah. Then the next question, because is communications between systems, you know, like by, right. uh, is there faster than light communication? Is there a holographic that, communication? Yeah. And, and that's because that, that makes a big difference in how you plot things and everything else. Yeah. Right. That's a good question. I, I'm trying to look and see, because I, I know it was more or less discussed. I feel like in some way in this, uh, I don't, I don't know how well it was really discussed. Cause I don't I, think it was really discussed. I think it was something we struggled a little bit when I ran it um, yeah. in our home game. And, and I kind of just, I mean, there's ways to go. And I think rather than trying to figure it out and struggle with it later. No. Yeah. That's a, yeah. decided up front. That was a failure on my point when I ran it. No. And that's fine. Yeah. Cause there, there were things that they were detailed and there were some things that they would leave kind of vague. Well, yeah. um, so it sounds to me okay. like we had said we want to keep the focus tight on a single system, right? Well, we're, yeah. we're in a single sector. There, yeah. there are multiple systems. Yeah. If you think of a system being a star system, just for, for everybody's uh, uh, sake of like, okay, there's a there's a star and then there's somewhere between what, two and nine planets. And that's a mm -hmm. system. So right. uh yeah. Andros four is the fourth planet of the Andros system, and then and then there's X number of systems in a sector, which is yeah. a kind of you know delimited probably by some kind of stellar geography of this is the all of these planets you can reach once you get through the gate. That means this is a sector. So it's kind of a okay, a, 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 you know, a wishy washy so, way of doing it of like yeah, okay, the, our the, drive allows you to get to all these things. Now there may be other systems quote unquote, in this sector that you can't really reach because you run out of fuel or food by the time you get there. Um, but 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 as far as like the, the planets you can reach once you get through this gate on your normal drive or your extra special drive or whatever it is, uh, the Cosby drive, once you engage that, you can get to all these other these systems once you get. Okay. through. Yeah. So so um, yeah. so Scum and villainy, there are four sectors, each had three planets um, and that and the planets and the and the 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 way they were kind of di di they were differentiated uh was they have a a a rating system of wealth crime tech and weird which is you know alien mystical whatever which we'll get to yeah. um but so, so that's that's kind of the 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 broad strokes of yeah, uh, so of, of where we are if we just so there's define... a lot that can happen in that space but mm -hmm. you believe it, it'll seem like um, there's a lot there, but it can get small really fast when you're running and doing jobs, especially anything that's illicit, which you're going to be doing one way or another. So, <laughs> so yeah. So my point, the, where I was trying to go, um, if we define the scope of our tales in terms of distance, like if our characters are going to be operating across the sector, that should be the basis for ease of communication right yes. yes if we're operating in this sector it should be fairly easy to communicate within the sector like maybe the, the communication gear is on a ship your is on your ship so you can call yeah. other places and that's um that's a uh that's a thing you can an upgrade you can get yeah um oh, the, that, the way that's fine too but the, but i did find where it's in the in the book so 
Okay. As you go outwards from that area of area of focus, make communication progressively harder. Yeah. And more and more exclusive. Yeah, I would think that communication outside of the sector is by the fastest ship in that, you know, the ship has to fly to the next sector to tell anybody anything. Now, whether they have to get within certain range to, to communicate or the thing. And then the only thing we have to decide is like, if there is virtually instantaneous communication between systems within a sector, that would make the heat rating thing. Like, cause if we're yeah. wanted on planet X in yes. system Y, then system W is going to know immediately that, that that's, we're wanted. And that's, yeah, that's, so I think. I would still think we wanted to go, we want to go Pony Express style, whereas in system, in a star system, communication is 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 fine, but it 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 you know it's you know there's probably some delay, but there's not a ton. You can it's a it's a bad zoom connection, but uh, but from system to system, it takes it's it's basically you have to get to the edge of the system and start talking to people. Um, that's uh, that's pretty I much how that, they yeah that's pretty much how they have it um in the game, and I think that's probably the best way to do it. Um, we want some delay, you know, we want it yeah, to be like, yeah. and you is want to be able within... to do a thing and then disable the thing so people don't find out right away. And then you run, you know, because like if everyone can just get their phone out and call the cops yeah. from it's three systems a... over, it's a problem for us. Most settled uh, systems <laughs> have an Ansible network which can transmit in-system communications instantly. Uh, also, in like conventional comms, Ansibles can communicate to the other side of a gate while it's open, but that was with, you know, gates between systems. So this is more like... Uh, uh, yeah, you have yeah within within you know within a planet instantaneous within a system um, near instantaneous instantaneous enough outside uh, communication between systems is is uh, is much is harder obviously and getting and getting news from this sector to like whatever core worlds or whatever um, is uh, like a yeah it's like a big game of telephone mm-hmm. um, but I, I would say that um, generally people can you know. Communication between people um, is, you know, obviously the point to point that's easiest, uh, you know, when you're on a planet. Um, yeah. So it just, yeah, like, like John necessarily said, the further you go out for any particular setting, it just gets harder. Yeah. I think that works too. And I think it, it gives us, it opens up uh, 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 story possibilities because there could be the, hey, can we intercept the, the 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 message that is coming that will change this thing or whatever and it just gives you a little bit of thing whereas if communication is instantaneous it pushes it a different way more like a a, a, a modern world kind of situation um and you know nobody likes the modern world so let's get rid of that uh, yeah, yeah. uh but anyway or contemporary shouldn't say modern um but uh we're postmodern now so that's not even not even relevant uh but um but yeah uh so um yeah i think that works if that's cool, if 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 people want to do something different, I'm totally fine. But I think just from a uh, uh, ease of, uh, of of understanding thing, that makes kind of sense. Like it's easy to communicate where you are and then further out you go. It's more and more difficult. And being a fast ship so that you can get the, yeah. the, the missive there is kind of, or the news there is kind of interesting. And then you can get places that just don't get news that much so you can you know there is a place there's the little smuggler's cove where you hey the new people are here like what's going on in the in the universe it's like oh yeah it's this it's this and hey this is a good place to hide out because nobody ever nobody ever bothers to tell these people who's wanted so let's just crash here and join this cult um or if you have the big enough engine slash uh array you can you can mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You may not travel as fast, but you might be able to communicate news faster. And yeah, comms comms is a uh, comms is a uh, attribute of of the ship, hmm. um, and that is uh, is is where that where that comes in is ship wide, like how how good your ship can communicate um, out you know outside. Uh, so, um, but yeah, if we're we're operating on that kind of philosophy of. The further out, it's harder. The further out you get, it's distance based, which makes sense. So, um, I think that's something that that we can that we can work with. Uh, all right, are we, are we good on that? I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, Do everybody have any other things they uh, either would like or would not like to see? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, 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 I mean, there's the usual stuff I wouldn't like to see, which is, I think, stuff that we all kind of agree of. It's like, you know, less torture porn. You know, I want, right, I want that. Right. You know, I think that's all that stuff. I, I, I don't know. Science fiction wise, I don't have anything that I'm particularly off, um, you know, yay or nay on. I mean, I'm assuming we will decide the 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 the, the, the how many aliens and species stuff. But I don't really have a, a, a right. an opinion on what how much alien stuff should be going on. I don't have a problem with any if we want to do psionics or not i don't have a pro- i don't care either way i i don't i want i want some sentient robots but you know yeah. uh i think that's probably pretty standard stuff so i don't think that's really uh a, a thing but i don't know um yeah i don't i don't have anything else i'm I'm wasting time in case anybody has thought of something uh i think i, I am I, inspired by the messenger concept <laughs> okay well we've got a faction of messengers mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, Express book express. Could, yeah. Yeah. That's actually um that was yeah, there's there's and there's multiple ways that can be done. There's always there's you know government controlled communications, there's corporate controlled communications, there's you know underground communications. Um that's yeah, a big part of this be just getting information places. Um, or we could all be riding our bikes through the uh city, uh transporting messages. Yeah, well, they're little multicolored we bikes with a million mirrors on them. Or yeah, yeah, let's do that. Throwing papers. <laughs> and it's a musical. It's space opera newsies. Let's do this, guys. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's let's get right into it now. The the baddies. All right. This is probably going to be a big conversation, but um, until we kind of have this set. Uh, everything will start to kind of fall a place around it. Um, so what I'm thinking is <laughs> there was for thousands of years, there was this Republic. And then this one guy came and with a ridiculous plan, just became the emperor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Then, you know, I still think I have something else to do. I'll <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I think that Pat, but then it got overthrown and then we just do it again. Yeah. So it's it's that again. We're like at the third or fourth one at yes. this point. It's it's starting to get real real meta, and we're all discussing it like openly. Like, isn't this weird? So all let's right. talk corporate we, hegemony. Yeah. Let's I talk like a space planet. Let, let's talk corporate planets. Yeah. I think, I love I think, that. Um, and that is a that is definitely a sci-fi uh, trope, especially recently. There's been quite a lot of not. There's been quite a lot of. Um, you know, this is this this planet or this this entity is completely under corporate control and life is miserable. I don't know I where they're getting that inspiration that for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird, but okay. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I and, like that. And you know, once again, I know, I know, you know, like I I know 
we're not trying to make this cookie cutter, but at the same time, it has to fall within a certain framework mm-hmm. um, that isn't that is not going to get so nuancy that it's going to be hard for me to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think you 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 put it if if we go uh, uh, I like I like I like the term corporate corporate hegemony um, yeah. and um, uh, 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 I, I, I I so and then it it doesn't really matter like there is presumably some galactic government way back through three sectors away that has given this corporate charter to these people but whether they're actually in charge or the corporations rule everything back on the home world or whatever doesn't matter for what we're doing. All we know is that in this okay. sector, corporate, uh, whether it's it's a it, the I guess the question would be, do we want to do like a corporate council where there's uh, four giant interstellar mega corporations that all get together and decide or it doesn't have to be four. You understand. But uh, and oh, there's yeah. a corporate council so that there's potential cracks we can maneuver in. Or is it one like we're stellar core and we run this whole sector? which would give it a, yeah, a thing. And, so. and, and and that's good too, because that creates more factions. Cause this is the, 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 how, you know, how the rest of the world shakes down is faction based in yeah. these games. So, um, yeah, even so- like the hegemony, which is the, uh, which is the evil empire in, uh, scum and villainy is like a ancient, like, you know, um, star spanning monarchy kind of thing where there's, f- uh, noble families and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So this would be more like there's these mega corporations um, that have all the power. There's a corporate council that sits above them. There's all these individual uh, groups that, you know, in the meanwhile are plotting behind the scenes and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that other. gives you, if, if the corporations are, cause they're, they're working together in that we are all on board that we're exploiting these people for profit but there also there's also just a little bit of like yeah but we want the profit not you so there's like cracks in there where you can get some you know counterculture things to work or some some subcultures to work against you know things so like there would be the corporate controlled communication messengers and then there could potentially be the 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 you know the 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 alt weekly indie group of people who uh drive their ships around to get news out to other things which is the you know the 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 voice of the people you know that kind of thing and uh the the pirate radio and all that kind of stuff and so like if they don't have like complete lockdown control that gives that, that gives you a little bit of maneuver room and they still you know control virtually 99% of everything but just sometimes they won't you know just the way corporations work they're incredible ag- incredibly agile and Re, uh, uh, quick reacting sometimes and sometimes they're just like oh yeah well this is how it's always been done so don't worry about that and things will walk right through the gate you know so i i think that gives us some some leeway okay. uh for for plot purposes if people are cool with that but I'll we can change something. it sure I'll pitch something we we have some sort of corporate council we'll have two three four set systems whatever um and they've been kind of in a status quo um and a new system's been found and they're all rivals for trying to exploit that new system fast enough. Um, yeah, I think that works because that gives works. like an immediate conflict uh, uh, as we're building that out. Um, I don't know if we want to put a pin in that and come back to it later. And I'm sorry, yeah, no, I just, put a pin in that. But but like yeah, when we're a, defining a, systems, yeah. we define a system as this is a new system and people are fighting it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that works fine. Does Does anybody have any thoughts about the corporate like you know i mean again i i I think 
I, uh, I, and Pat, you tell me if it's it's it, like he said before that you'd rather have a few corporate things on the council. But I I assume there's just like the council. And so yeah, there are I, council ships that are out there and there's the council police. So the, they handle the traffic in between. But when you get onto another individual planet, it might be Corporation X or Y that is running things on the planet. Or maybe that planet is divided between all three and there are, there's like low level shadow run bullshit going on. And you, then you can do runs for the corporations if you want to. But like, for the most part, I assume that they try to get, delineate stuff because they know if we're both on the same planet, there'll be conflict and they're trying to stop that. But I assume in some cases it won't be something they can avoid or want to avoid because everybody wants the planet that has the unobtainium on it. Also, let's not call anything unobtainium because that's dumb. <laughs> Damn I mean, it, there goes I my idea. That, that is oh, one thing that's getting me away from that whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think if we're going to have multiple corporations, the idea of a Cold War is very is very relevant, right? Mm-hmm. The, the corp- the, these corporations uh, have alliances between them, rivalry, rivalries between them, but something is preventing them from going into open warfare. And that something may be a distant... Uh, a, a distant government that if they erupt into blatant open warfare will finally take notice of them and be mm-hmm. and, and yeah. move to take oh, yeah. action. Why don't yeah, they it's, fight? It's, it's called money. <laughs> yeah. So that. Like, well, exactly. If, if the profit. Yeah. yeah. If, if the money fighting, doesn't keep flowing back no to home office, we're done. You're out. There are well, extreme I, layoffs and we are selling the contract to someplace else. I, yeah. I, I like the idea, like John said, of like this corporate council was set up here so far out in this like ass end of space that the central government is like, okay, you guys handle it. As long as you keep everything, as long as it's not erupting into open warfare every five minutes, yeah. you know, it'll yeah, escape we get our, our attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, the, the, it'll be like an old tax farming thing from the Roman Empire. Well, like, hey, yeah. you you owe us X amount of money every quarter. And as long as that's coming in, we kind of don't care. That that's going that, on. And that leads me to believe that in kind of like a flipped way that perhaps, you know, a faction of of, you know, rebels essentially in the story are people who are like uh sympathetic to like to the uh to the the whatever the, the central government is. Um and and trying to do this on their behalf because you know maybe they've lost their way and they're you know they've gotten too big but like you know they have ideals and and we want to you know yeah i mean uh, one one goal for the for a uh, rebellion could very well be find a way to make the bureaucracy care about this so that yes. they take action yeah because if the bureaucracy takes action that will be un- then that will be unstoppable yeah I like that. I like. But that. of course, you know they can't just send a letter. No, because yeah, because you're, you're billions of it. light years away, and and they yeah. can the corporation controls all the big tech. You know, just like, mm-hmm. um, all right. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so there's yeah, so like a corporate council. There's corporations underneath, and there's um, I, I also like the idea. There's some kind of like bought off government. Um, you know, incredibly like corrupt government uh, 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 oversight thing here that n- everyone knows is just bullshit, hmm. <laughs> you know, um, or, or something like that. But um, okay. So we have the framework for that. And I, I think we can build a lot out of that. Um, uh, let's think about, um, te- okay. Technology. Um, we're kind of floating around that. Uh, I, uh, 
I would say my, yeah, my actually, I had some questions about the evil overlords essentially was their style of rule. Um, and, and from the sounds of it is, it's very much a corporate structure, uh, that probably is flavored by the individual corporations that you like run certain planets or places. Yeah. And I think it's a profit over people. Yes. Very aggressively. I mean, I think, I think if you channel any cyberpunk corporation, you've probably got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a a, a very much like, uh, uh, that's, 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 that's how they're run here is just, oh yeah, it doesn't, we've got spreadsheets and that's how we govern things. And, and, and I think everything is pretty ham fisted about like when they crack down on stuff, it's, you know, Massive layoffs. Do this. Do this. Do this. And very, very, very like, and then, you know, send in a bunch of armed, jackbooted thugs immediately to stop this. You know, and even the, with no nuance about how that is. And then I'm sure. But there's some what if it was harder. couched? But what yeah. if it was couched in a huge family sort of in a, in a in a family sort of envelope? Like they don't refer to it as a corporation. They refer to it as family. And when and when and when your little brothers and sisters act up, of course we need to send in the cousins. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I think and I think that um, that is very much it, right? Because the corporation is trying to create a corporate culture. Yeah, of, it was hey, like, you love evil tech. We're the best, and yeah, and like we treat well, our employees like the family. company town, I mean, the company the, store. Don't give a company, shit about them. Yeah. 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 I and think, I think I think we can have a lot of. There's a lot of uh, uh, great I, stuff to do there. I think one of the advantages of having a corporate council instead of just one giant corporation is that we can have multiple viewpoints to how that oppression happens. One yes. of the companies is, you know, we're 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 the McKenzies. We're a family corporation. Right. Um, and another corporation could be uh, just brute. I, I don't know. Uh, I, We're I'm the most. Uh, sp- yeah, we've got we've got numbers and metrics and spreadsheets and the, uh, well, it's it's we're point point two percent more powerful if we oppress oh, all yeah. these miners. So let's go do that. And it's like literally, there's a droid sitting there doing all the stuff. And then the what the if there company people aren't doing anything? Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if one of the companies was droid AI controlled? Yeah, yeah. I I I think that that's that's also like in uh, in the scum and villainy, like the the regular game. There's there's Urbots. Um, which are essentially droids, but then there they're like you know ancient technology. But here they could just be like these are AI, advanced AIs that are sentient. Either you know either they were made by us way back when, or they were we they were around, but they're now just a just is just a part of life as you have these yeah these beings. But because uh, we you know we want we want fun sentient robots. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I like, yeah. As I well like that. as evil. I like- sentient yeah. robots yeah of course yeah uh yeah um but i love the fam. i love the family concept yeah maybe, i maybe i, I, I definitely like many fast and furious Kinsey family of products <laughs> oh, yeah well if, if anybody has had the misfortune of working for giant corporations let me tell you it fucking sucks yeah and there's a lot of material there i mean it's great you get you know paychecks come every week unlike when you work for that ma for profit it's hey nobody's getting paid this week but uh um but like yeah the 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 we care about our employees and that's why we're making you come into the office in the middle of this pandemic oh wait the law says we can't so we're begrudgingly letting you stay home for safety because we care you know that kind of stuff yeah um, and, and and if you've ever worked for a family business that's in like the third or fourth generation <laughs> um that's a whole that's a whole different kind of 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 clusterfuck that yeah. is uh very interesting <laughs> well yeah and we can do I, uh, I mean not to go 
Oh, go ahead, Pat. Sorry. No, no, no. That's it. That was just my, that was just yeah, my headline. No, these, I, these things both fall apart in, in similar ways. Yeah. And, and I mean, too, we can, we can go all out with Jillian's uh, ideas of just going like, yeah, this, this business, they're like, oh, we're a family and that's a thing. And, and literally their giant corporation has been run by this one family for all these generations, you know, and they're all, mm. you know, you know, that, that could be. No, it. that's, that's, no, no that is no, not you, you I'm just doing. want it to be, we're corporate, but we're saying, Yes, we're, we're, we're putting because, this out. Okay, I like because, that. Because, because, all right, so I just don't want to knock like real family businesses. Um, but I, I think the outrage is where a corporation is not a family is is not even okay. a little like bit of it's, a family. It's, yeah, that works. It's, the, it's the a culture. patronizing way that they refer yes. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The system they set up that, you know, oh, you were like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you might not care about your boss, but you care about your uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want I want the patronization because that makes it easier to fight against. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, no, no, I specifically just want to knock over family owned uh, small grocery stores. I'm sorry. I, that's that's all I want to do in this game. All right. No, that's 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 great. I love it. Let's uh, what do you need us to do now, Pat? Um, OK, so let's talk about let's talk about the strange, the weird. What is. What is the mystical thing? What is our our force? The way, the whatever, um, is as 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 simple or as or as detailed as or or mysterious. It's a um, it's a ball shaped organism called Bodai that we skate around with. No, all right, uh, that's a roller babies comment. I'm sorry. There, look, you get it's one solar babies reference yeah. in this thing, and that's it. So you used <laughs> it. We're done. All right, I'm out. Um, uh, geez, okay. I don't know. But what if we? What if we didn't? Um, I would like there to be. Okay, <laughs> I know. Uh, it's this is this is the fantasy part of the science fantasy. Um, and and, and the the lazy the lazy answer to that is it's kind of falls in the framework of this game, but it could easily not. Um, but I I like there to be something, even if it's not like like. I mean, I, I, I think uh, in Star Wars, I think the Force is one of those. The, the Force in the whole Jedi and Dark Side thing is poorly written, uh, and and just if and it's in and, and it breaks down in all the justifications. Uh, uh, that and this is my opinion. Uh, millions of people will disagree with me, but I think that um, it's like it's poorly. It's 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 a mishmash of nonsense. But yeah. um, it's a mishmash of new age nonsense. It's... Yeah, that that started as one thing, and everybody wants to make it their own thing. But like you know, w- when you talk about balancing light and dark, but you make them good and evil, it yeah. doesn't work. Um, but anyway, that's right? Yeah, no, there's 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 nuance there that nobody's willing to or wants to entertain. And d- 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 we can talk about the failures yeah, of Star yeah. Wars writing for yeah, the they, next you know, couple they, of weeks. They, and let's not do that. I don't want. Let's not. I don't yeah, want to yeah, get yeah, into yeah, the exactly. whole thing because yeah. I'll I'll get in my Bindu speech and then like yeah. oh well they killed the Bindu so it's fine now. Well, what? But like, what's what if we? Um, all right. So, how do we want to set it up? So, if we figure there's some kind of how um, cheeky do you want to be? <laughs> uh please, please, please. Uh, what, what, what's what's behind this? What's behind this question, Jilly? Um, <laughs> <laughs> love you. Um, no, it, it honestly, it could be that the the uh, the big mystical thing is entropy. <laughs> yeah um okay. it, it, 
so you got bear, me on that okay so bear with me on this yes what if there was a uh, a way that you could um sort of court the forces of luck decay i'm i'm honestly thinking the old euthanatos um from age <laughs> the awakening what if there was a way that either by sacrificing some of your own uh potential you could um you could affect the potential of other things and it it, it could manifest in a in a bunch of different ways either from you know a bunch of like scary scary death cults kidnapping villa you know kidnapping townsfolk in the night to a gambler that just uh can't seem to break even because of religious reasons Hmm. I, I, there's my first draft. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. digging it. So, um, so I feel like you're, I, I feel like you're in, in a lot of ways setting, setting it up as an antagonist thing. And I, and I gotta say, I'm here uh, for it. No, I'm, I, I mean, it could be if you, if yeah, I want it to be like another reason why, um, and, and it's like one of those things too. It's something that you could easily, you could do away with it and it'd be fine, but that is, um, there are uh, there are the classes or or uh, playbooks in this game. Um, one of them is a mystic, uh, and the mystic basically has. I mean, the way the way they write it up in here, it's this uh, vaguely defined kind of psychic power called the way. Um, but um, we could either, you know, like I said, we could do it with it, or we could, you know, do something different with it. But um, that's one of the things. No, I- I like thing. the idea of chance magic. I really do. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. a chance and entropy, a probability manipulation magics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. It's, it, do we, do we have a, um, a, 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 like an entry point? Is it a thing that like anybody can do as long as they've, you know, like studied it? Is it a, uh, 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 oh, you know, you have to have the midichlorians or, oh, you have to have visited this weird precursor no, artifact I, I, that is... I honestly think because it is such a fundamental force of the universe, everything decays. Everything, you know, every everything is, every, everything is entropy that people have the, people have the chance haha, to happen upon this way, but not every... I think it's more like a, it's more like a, it's more like a major religion. Okay. You get, you get some people who are your Christmas Easter Catholics and, you know, they, they go to, you know, they, they, they have the book, they, you know, at least they've, uh, yeah, they have the book, they know some of the central mythology figures, but it's really not a thing that they ascribe to. And then you have your practitioners that really are just these, these people who uh, just manipulate, you know, manipulate fate. They manipulate entropy and they do it for all sorts of reasons. Okay. So and mechanically, thinking, yeah. mechanically the way that would work in scum and villainy presumably would be, you know, for pl- player characters anyways, you would take the mystic playbook if you wanted to be a practitioner and if you wanted to be a partial practitioner as a veteran uh advance you could later take some of the um mystic stuff yeah that's the other thing too is because um that's also one of the you know that you have um uh one of the actions uh that 
that in the game that is you know kind of a hard thing to change is a tune um and a tune is uh you know in in scum and villain user way to is to attune this this force so i feel like i like the idea this is something that um i mean as a being in the universe we have some control over things that happen in the most like basic form you know but like this um kind of connection that has been uh, uh forged uh over you know over time um can be can be manipulated lots of different ways and that creates you know a number of different like faction possibilities and um and it's something that can be one way or another used by by everyone even if it's even if it's just uh something you should believe is luck because luck is kind of a part of this game too as you get there's actually a mechanic called gambit on that game yeah the whole crew a bank of essentially bonus dice that they can throw in. So I like the fact that if this, you know, quote unquote force is a uh is entropy essentially and it's like raw form, then you know it's something that can it can be it's it's something that can be easily explained away by coincidence in the smallest forms, but in the most you know ob- overt ways, um is going to like you know you push one thing it's going to maybe knock over something else somewhere else so it's still risky um but in a mystic way so i i i like that and it and it ties into the overall like a uh, uh, name of the show which i like too like a lot you had me at entropy jelly yeah is that where you came up with this oh my god no, uh, yeah no it's good no that's, that's, that's good that's I, I really like it that's yeah. cheeky. It's I, cheeky. I think it's yeah yeah um because on some level like scoundrels are mm-hmm. are almost like you know uh kind of like luck jedis because a lot of their abilities are kind of based on luck and uh um and then you know you know i see a lot of simple tricks and nonsense but yeah, at the but, same time you know, ent- i seem to is, always be at the right end of things you know? exactly mm-hmm. entropy is many things yeah. yeah um you know it could be it could be death and decay it could be probability manipulation yeah so yeah let's just let's and, just be and, cheeky and uh, venerate the the title of the show. If we're architects, of a, yeah, corporate players um, can can be you know practitioners on a very primal. Oh, you know, I see yeah. where you went there, Jill. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the the way is entropy, guys. It's mm-hmm. essentially what it is. Uh, it's just how how it. That's that's the weird. All right, and that yeah. Um, and that can, yeah, we'll figure out how that makes a side blade, but we might, <laughs> that might be something else. Who knows? But, uh, well, it could, it could just be negative energy that gets pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Destructive, I mean, I, pure destructive I got, force. Exactly. I've got yeah. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure make anything, for... anything, if you try hard enough, yeah. Yeah. thanks sure religion. Work, but we can work that out. Yeah. 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 Cool. All righty. Yeah, I mean uh, the, the the probability of creating some kind of energy blade out of your out of nowhere is very very low, but it's probably not zero. <laughs> yeah. What if Nothing what if I just find out, here's a here's an area where these positive and negative tachyons or whatever subatomic particles just happen to be dancing in such a way that it, I'm, I'm going to hit you with them. Yeah. I mean, don't 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 put too fine a point on it, but yes. it also yeah, exactly. Like, I am channeling my 
potential. I'm, I'm channeling my potential into this into this object to make it a force for negative outcomes. And all you know, and for then for the next scene, <laughs> you're having a bunch of negative outcomes too as entropy reasserts itself. Mm-hmm. Guys, in an hour we have like so much. <laughs> <laughs> Like we have so much. Um, and now we just, you know, we just shape it down. Well, uh, actually, let me get to another, another big broad strokes things before I start, we start patting us all on the back. Um, let's talk about aliens. Um, I, I, uh, I, I like there to be aliens. Um, it's a pretty boring, uh, space opera without aliens, even though, you know, there are, you know, that, that, uh, Firefly gets along without aliens, but at the same time they got Reavers, which, you know, kind of like alien but anyway um that's more the firefly i think a thing is more about the western theme and the and the and the crew um yeah it's a space the way the crews work and stuff like that but yeah um guardians of the galaxy you know you can't have guardians of the galaxy without aliens they only got one human yeah Yeah. Uh, Um, guardians of the galaxy is more of a space opera than than uh firefly it is firefly is a space western that's pretty Mm. much it It really is yeah it's awesome but and uh, I think they should just leave it alone. I think it's just, just leave it alone. Just let it be in the past, a cool thing. Get on with our lives. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And we're going to release this. And I'm going to get so much hate mail. Firefly is dead. It is never coming back. Yeah. We, you, we, we, they, they took their shot. The fact that they got their shot was insane. It didn't work out. We were all set. Write comic books, whatever. But yeah, it was never so big. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah. Sorry, what are we talking about? There you I'm go. Sorry. That's how I, we're going to get letters. Let's get That's where we're going to get letters. Aliens, aliens. Uh, All right. So kind of the way uh, there are some, in Scum and Villain, there's a few like detailed alien races, obviously. Um, but there's also, uh, there's also, um, you can also create an alien race uh, whole cloth. Um uh, uh, just, just by just by is it a, using that as a uh, as a heritage, um, and then there are uh, depending on you how what you want to be, you can create a special abilities or something like based on specific uh, races, that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, okay. So um, I, I have two uh, I have two related questions. One, Pat, do you have an alien race you want to put in there because of? plot or just things that you think are interesting elements. I, I don't want you to not throw things in here, uh, which I assume you would speak up if you had something, but I want to do that. But I guess, does anybody have one they want to do? I think, I think I promised Kevin that there would be weasel people. So we have to have weasel people as one of the, okay. uh, whatever, whether we, uh, we call them something different or uh, from, from the previous one, but I think they have to be here. I don't know that they have to be like, like you know, like maybe they've they, there's a colony of them here, and this but their homeworld isn't in this sector. I don't, I don't know. But like, I think we we have to bring them over. I yes. don't know if anybody has anything they desperately want to bring over from the fantasy game. Also, well, like, well, Scott, you did mention elephants. I think we have to have. Okay, yeah, they, yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so that's another thing I wanted to talk about. And obviously, um, um, you know, John and Jilly, you were you were with us for little bits of uh of the first uh, uh yeah. season but uh, you know um i i would love that i would love things in each game to be informed by elements of the last 
um, to kind of forge a kind of multiverse of, uh, of, of, of stuff. So even if you like whole cloth brought, like here's the Michelob, so they live on this planet, you know, the kind of similar, um, or, you know, or here's something that's, you know, uh, inspired by something that was done before or, uh, like Rick or either it's like, there's things that we've never even, you know, made, like, if you want to have that, uh, you know, all that undersea crap on one planet, it's very easy to do. Um, cause we didn't get to do a lot of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I am, I am, I'm encouraging that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, so good. Yeah. So, yeah. So I would say that, um, you know, we can establish, uh, it, it, we can establish uh, some alien races now as, as easier, as, as complicated as we want to make it. And there's always uh, any number of, of, of Xeno or alien races out there that can show up. Okay. I have something I, I want to throw out there as an alien okay. race. It's a throwback both to us and Star Frontiers. Okay. There should be some slime or blob people. Yep. Yep. And they can worship the great slime or whatever. And, <laughs> and they can be head of a corporation called Dark Side Gak. I don't know. <laughs> all right yeah um yeah i didn't yeah didn't get to spend as much time with the great slime as i wanted to but i think what we did pretty freaking great um <laughs> okay well you never get to spend yeah that's time still that's still slime. cooking in the at, at the time we're doing this that still hasn't uh that's right. still cooking in the background we've recorded it i just haven't put it together yet Ju- jumping off of the great slime <laughs> um what if they were they are a race that has eschewed corporeal form and exist as goo to further their own they don't really deal with corporeality anymore because they are so cerebral that their that that philosophy thought um bullshit my you know like that this is where your psionics could come in um mm. Yeah, they, they have given up their bodies to fully devote themselves to pursuits of the mind. Yeah, no, I, I like that because it's yeah, um, I like the idea of you know aliens. That, like, yeah, we've we've we don't even need a body anymore. <laughs> we're just we're just there. So so they they go around and hover bottles, hmm. or just hovery blobs. Yeah, yeah, something Those little hover yeah. lamp. They keep they keep them they keep themselves within a contained form for the comfort of 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 you corporeal beings. Does occasionally their does their head occasionally pop off? Shut up, John! Shut up! No! <laughs> Fuck off! Don't you give away my secrets? What, what? That was supposed to be for Pat's ears only. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. If it's a reference, either is it one that went over me or one I don't know. Good. No, I will. It's good. Um, there is just there a moment. Is... I, I have to cut out for a minute. Okay. Hmm. No worries. All John, right. it was either the Ea or the Loperitz, and you got the Ea. So can we have? I mean, look, you want bunnies or blobs? There, there was my. There were my. What? What is that? What is that from? I love you are muted. Huh? So, um, in in the latest expansion. Of Final Fantasy fourteen, there are two. Okay. I was going to say this is a Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, there there are two. There are two really really popular races other than the sentient droids there are the rabbits the the helper bunnies and then there are the um we we've eschewed we've eschewed thought to become non-corporeal blobs yeah 
And I, I, I like, I, I like non-corporeal blobs. Okay. I like them. Well, they no, mean, it's a cool concept and we should yeah. totally include them. But also, have we considered helper bodies? <laughs> <sighs> well, we could totally, we could totally sell uh, giant rabbit swarms as a thing, since those were a thing. So you know, you won't get a giant. You won't get any arguments from Rick. Yeah, giant, giant uh, swarming rabbits. Uh, uh, there's a planet that has just been ravaged by these bunnies by the kerfluffle. Yeah, and you have to go there and get the thing they left behind. Yeah, no. you know. When I, yeah, I, it's one of those things where like I, I think back on our on our on our little story, um, and sometimes I think, God, was it wasn't too like you know wasn't too cookie cutter like every other kind of fantasy. Then I think of uh, the kerfluffle and weird ass shit that you guys came with. Like, no, we did some cool, weird, non banana stuff in that game. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we might not uh, there might not be as much uh you know as many episodes which i'm kind of hoping there are but you know we'll know we'll see we'll i don't know this might be so great it might go on forever who knows um but uh i i you know i i think um i think in in even in everything we have right now um but uh but yeah um this these also these races can come into play and they're they'll come into play when we're talking about specific planets and and factions so um but um i think we pretty much have uh as far as like we have the, the 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 big the big questions answered um and obviously there'll be stuff we probably haven't thought of that will come up as we go but but we'll find out what's on the other end of that but in two weeks we'll see you then bye thank you everybody for listening and once again we would love to thank our apprentice architect patreons Jillian and John Christensen, Suzanne Bell, and Caitlin Thompson. We could not do this without you. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash AOE podcast. Have fun. We'll see you next time.